0: This is Pod Forsaken. Hey everyone, welcome to Pod Forsaken. I'm Rodney Altman.
1: I'm Missy Levin.
0: And I'm Chris Sachs. And we are a horror review podcast where we review lesser known horror films that are hopefully good, but sometimes they turn out to be bad. Um, (laughs) That's just a fact of watching things you don't know about.
1: Are you talking about today's movie or just overall? No,
0: I just mean in general, because when we started the podcast, I think our intention was to tell people about great horror films that they yeah. don't know. But yeah. but the fact is, we also want to watch things we haven't seen. And so sometimes we pick a movie that we think is going to be good and then turns out we were wrong. Quite
1: frequently, actually. But um, there's
0: still a service in that because you um, we're helping you to avoid certain things too.
1: hmm And we all like different things too.
0: That Yeah, I think that's important to note that we have very, the three of us have very different tastes. Never
1: forget that Rodney liked Pledge.
0: I, 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 and never forget that Missy picked Pledge. So yeah, yeah. I didn't pick that movie. I, <laughs> my my I hands have, are clean. I would have never, <laughs> ever picked Pledge for this show. I would have said that looks like a very low budget, nothing movie. And then you picked it, and I liked it. Yeah, they I had liked like it like a
1: million percent reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So.
0: I don't know what I don't know what that means.
1: It had very high <laughs> ratings. It yeah, like- because
0: because the movie is is a C or better. Like I thought it was like a B. I thought it was a good movie. That's why that's, I'll keep explaining it. I'll explain it every week that like the Rotten Tomatoes score isn't a measure of quality. It's a measure of how many people have said it was average or better.
1: <sighs> yeah. Let me
0: tell you what we're going to talk about this week, right? This week, we are going to talk about the feature film, The Golem. And before we do that, we always do the trailer of the week segment where we talk about the trailer for the film we're going to do next week. Does that make sense? So, what trailer did we watch? Missy, you picked this weird In one. Impetigo. Impetigo
1: yeah, so you guys did Satan Slaves before I joined, and yeah, I think, this is by oh, so the same our, director.
0: Satan Slaves was our like second episode. Mm. I think did you ever end up watching Satan Slaves, Missy?
1: I didn't end up watching that one. I watched most of what you did without me, but not not that one no, but you guys liked it, right? Yeah, I
0: thought it was good. Yeah. Satan Slaves is a great movie and it's great, strong. it's really good yeah, it's it's it, like a
2: it's a very you know, good horror movie
0: on on Rotten Tomatoes. let me tell you what it would get. <laughs>
1: It would get a little
0: red tomato. <laughs> yeah. So that dude, I remember watching Satan Slaves, I guess, like last year, and thinking, this guy's a good horror director. He really knows how to make, to craft a creepy sequence. And so I am really pumped to watch Impedagore, which I didn't even know had come out. We watched the trailer. I also don't feel like it gives a lot away. So that's yeah. good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, mean, I think it's like a, I really think it's a difference between like foreign film trailers and American film trailers, right? Because like, man, that all the trailer shows like some woman like, moves into an old house and, like, the, there's, like, weird cult shit in the town. Like, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't even... I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I only know, like, what the main plot is from reading the, like, quick summary on, like, Rotten Tomatoes, you know? But they don't really even tell you that, so I don't even think we should even say because what's it, not spoil it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you watch the trailer, though, right?
1: No, I watched the trailer, but like it doesn't really tell you much. It's just like uh, these two sisters that are yeah moving into this creepy old house. Oh, and is there's it two like,
0: sisters? I didn't realize who. It's a tale of two are. sisters
1: or best friend. I think it might be. Ah. It's your best friend or a sister.
2: <laughs> yeah, this looks good. I, yeah,
0: I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah, this I, looks like a good movie.
2: I, I don't know much about it. I think the visuals look really cool. I hope it comes together in the end because I feel like that's always just a coin flip with like these little you know kind of folky. I, I don't want to say like folk horror, but. You know what I mean? Like, small town. There's some sort of creepy shit going on. Sometimes it comes together and other times it doesn't. And I yeah. just, it feels very binary. I I, I I, trust in Joko Anwar, though, the director.
1: It reminded me, like, I don't think the the plot, but it, the vibe reminded me a little bit of Tinbad, of like, I, just I moving could see into that. this.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it reminded me of Satan's Slaves. Oh, like, really? Okay. Cool. Like, it looked like, I honestly, when I was watching, I was like, you could just interchange these scenes and I feel like it's still the same movie. Like, it looked like, it it almost was the same house in the same field. You know, like, I, maybe it's, like, I, I understand there are different movies, but even the way it, everything about it just looked the same to me. Mm. Um, maybe like I'll do this, a double
1: feature. Like, the they show. both
0: take place in what appears to be kind of, like, a really poor part of the country, you know, or, like, a run-down yeah, part like of the country. I don't Sort of the boonies. The boonies, yeah. yeah. Which, wasn't that a 1980s film about a, a bunch of poor kids? didn't go on an adventure,
2: yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were
2: gonna go in the sewers and they realized they didn't have sewers. <laughs> Boonies do nothing, and they all put their uh, put their hands in. But it's got a uh, Tara Basro is the the lead, she, she was also in Satan's Slaves. I thought she was oh, really okay. Good in that. Cool.
0: So, okay, same actress, even yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like in like there's obviously there's nothing wrong with working with the same actress, like, you've a good thing, stick with it, yeah. But again, I don't know, other than like, there's just like creepy shit happening like people with torches outside like some woman who looks like she's like been skinned alive um, a lot of
2: dead kids
0: it, it, yeah it seems like there might be a plot line about like what do you want to call it like angry villagers you yeah know? or like I, like I don't know you see some dudes who are clearly creepy you know chasing yeah. her is in the woods? there's something mob.
1: like wrong with this village yeah like something is going on it kind of looks like maybe it's
0: Resident Evil 4 mm. with you know but without Leon Kennedy. <laughs> oh, we don't know that. Didn't give us much
2: in the trailer. That's
0: true. He could show up right away. For all I know, this is like, <laughs> you know, his redoing of Resident Evil 4. So this is on Shudder. If you guys want to watch it, we're going to talk about it next week. Again, there's not, I don't know. I don't know what else to say on the movie because like, it just looks like creepy image images, you know? But the dude is a good director. So I think this is going to be a good time.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for this.
0: Anything else you want to say about that topic? Nope.
1: No, no. Looks all cool.
0: Right. Before we move on, do you guys have anything else just in the world of horror that you want to talk about? I thought it might be fun to just I don't know. Have you watched anything we, you know, on your own? Are you excited about anything coming? Are we ever going to see a Quiet Place 2? Probably not. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, there's no way they're releasing that on video on demand. No.
0: They will wait until either movie theaters crumble or they reopen. Those are the only <laughs> the only chances, right? Oh wow,
2: it's been <laughs> rescheduled for next year.
0: Oh, yeah, like everything's been rescheduled. Like um like I, I feel really bad for like you know the s- like smaller towns where there's like just like a guy who runs a movie theater, you know, know. like indie indie theater chains. Like I feel bad for everyone, but like what a hard business. Like what do you do for a living? I run a giant enclosed space where people gather, you know, mm-hmm. and we show movies. Except there's no new movies. I will say a friend of mine, he lives, um, he's like lives out in in Nashville, and there's like this very small theater that I guess just has a bunch of old film prints of like classic movies and so they occasionally like we or occasionally they weekly show movies but apparently no one goes so like my except for my friend he'll like go and sit like in an empty auditorium and watch like Scream or Jurassic Park you know that's cool that's cool that's a cool way to spend your Friday night or whatever until he gets COVID and then (laughs)
1: like clearly
0: he's not the only person there
2: um then he'll really have the
0: place to himself. But I do. I miss I miss going to movie theaters.
1: Like, I miss it so much. I mean, just movie nights with friends in general. I enjoyed that so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, it feels, it feels okay to eat six pounds of popcorn in a movie theater. But when yeah. I do it on my couch, I just feel
2: like a piece of shit.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I really try to time it to really fuck up other people's movie watching experience. Just like, in a really quiet part, just nosh on some pop.
1: So I'm the one you're I'm you're the one I'm yelling at yes. in the theaters. Okay.
2: What's even better
0: is uh is offering popcorn to someone, like a stranger. Yeah. Right? Just like <laughs> right when they're really engaged, like lean over and go, hey, hey, you want some popcorn? <laughs> Have some popcorn, kid. <laughs> I'll trade you some popcorn if
2: you tell me what's going on in the movie.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. I just
0: want I just want movie theaters to reopen so I can hear more stories of Missy yelling at people. <laughs> I miss those.
1: I miss that too. I really do. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, you, there's new thing. You can go out and, like, yell at people for not wearing masks, you know?
1: Well, that would involve me going outside, which I'm oh, not doing. Right.
0: Can't do that. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, all right. So no one has, you have well, nothing
1: Well, a the, 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 little bit of a bummer, but um, John Saxon died this week, which is, he's a really solid actor in a lot of, like, amazing classic horror movies. So I want to honor him.
0: Yes. He was, I moment. believe, he's the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Nightmare on Elm he's in Black Christmas, he's in Tenebre, and I think some other Argento movies. Um, he's in, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff.
0: Strangely, he actually was the neighbor of the guy in Nashville I was just talking about. Isn't that weird?
1: Oh, that is weird.
0: But again, I don't know how close they actually lived. But yes, R.I.P. Did we, didn't we just, we lost, we lost um, Ennio Morricone recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Who is like, yeah, one of my idols.
0: And then, oh, and also, I mean, unrelated to horror, Regis Philbin.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard
0: that. I kind of wish he had been in a horror movie. That would have been
1: great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he just loses his mind, and like, like who he makes a game show called like Who Wants to Get Out Alive?
1: (laughs) What a missed opportunity.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, this I feel this new segment went uh, swimmingly. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) I didn't Let's think just, it went well. No, this went horribly. Our <laughs> listeners, you guys are sitting there just fucking squirming.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll cut this too. Fine. All right, it's been we'll 19 about- minutes. We've had six seconds of content.
0: <laughs> you want to talk about the golem? We'll just talk about the fucking golem, all right? Here we Let's go. Let's talk about the golem. What'd you guys think?
1: I I liked it.
2: Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good overall. It's... I I feel like I saw all the constructed parts and I'm like, this is well made. This is well shot. I don't feel anything. You know what I mean? Like in her Mm -hmm. storyline with the sun, I was like, I should, I don't.
1: It was missing aspects. Yeah. There. I don't know if she was a, was she a bad actress? I couldn't tell if that was the problem or not, but I, it was, it wasn't like perfect, but I expected it to be really slow and it actually had a lot going on.
0: Yeah. So. Man, there's a lot to talk about right there. Um <laughs> So let's just talk about what The Golem is. The Golem is a horror movie from 2018 and it basically takes place in like
2: 1675
0: Lithuania. Yes. In a little uh, Jewish shtetl.
2: A, a what? A shtetl? Is like, that like a town? Yeah, like a little uh, Jewish village which is primarily Jewish.
0: As the yeah, as the as the Jewish member of the uh, the Podforsaken staff. I right, will to ask all you the
2: anti-semitic things.
0: <laughs> yes, Perfect. you can you can do that. <laughs> um, it's funny Missy's husband is Jewish and my wife is Jewish but neither of them are here to help us so it's all on need <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but um, uh, yeah and so basically the, the town is being threatened by these non-Jewish people Gentiles yes, right that's the yes, term yes Gentiles who are,
2: Lithuanians who are experiencing what seems to be a black plague outbreak right and they're and so,
1: blaming the Jewish village for it they think they've done some kind of spell and that's why the outbreak is happening right
0: Right. And so basically this this woman, the main character, she creates a golem, which is like a monster made of the earth using like the Torah and uses it to protect the cool. town. Yeah. And
2: using the Kabbalah. That is
0: what's the difference between the Kabbalah and the Torah?
2: Well, the Torah is like laws and lessons. The Kabbalah is like Jewish mysticism. So it's okay. like the magic, which um it's like the DLC. Yes, it's a so, DLC pack. So not a lot of people okay. do it unless like Madonna's super into the Kabbalah.
0: <laughs> because I remember Madonna was all about like the red string, and that's a big part of Kabbalah. And in this movie, she's got like red string, and she's using it on the
1: on the. Oh, tabla. that's what that is. When all that's... the celebrities were wearing red strings.
0: Yeah, it has. It definitely has
2: something to do with Kabbalah. Oh, yeah. I don't know a lot about the the Kabbalah. Uh, I just what I've read. It's but I will say. Oh, um, fuck! I'm trying to remember what movie it was. There was this crazy little movie. It's a contained talking about other horror movies. This is what i was trying to think of. Uh, it's a contained thriller about this uh man and a woman who lock themselves in a house and they try to do like like old style demonic sex magic shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, a dark song. Yes, a dark song. Uh, I gotta say, Jewish magic is so much cooler than Christian magic. <laughs> like the pulse of denora that they do we'll get to it later but it's like that 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 they do a ritual later to try to destroy the golem and the pulse of denora is i think it's called the lash of fire um which basically summons all of the destroying angels from the bible to inflict all of the curses from the bible onto an entity and destroy it and i'm like that's so fucking metal yeah, yeah, except, except <laughs> that doesn't actually happen in this movie. Well, they try to do it oh, anyway. Right, well, we'll get to that. All right.
0: So let's uh, let's back up a second. Right, this is written by Ariel Cohen and it's directed by the Paz brothers, Paz, Paz, P-Z. Paz, Paz brothers, uh, who are Doron Paz and Yoav Paz. I hope I hope I'm saying that right. And their this is their second feature. Their first feature um, was, was this Jerusalem, movie, Jerusalem with a Z, which. I think we talked about last week. None of us have seen it, but oh, it's, uh, it's a trailer
2: for it. It looks looks pretty cool for being a dumb found footage. movie. That's kind of what the re- what most reviews say
0: is like, as far as found footage goes, these guys did a good job with this because it's like it's like winged demons attacking Jerusalem.
2: Yeah, it, well, it's, it's it's all it's they they found their shtick, which is doing Jewish yeah. horror movies, mm. which is cool because yeah. nobody's done that. Yeah. Is shtick a Jewish word, too? Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Is I it Yiddish? Okay.
1: Picture it.
0: It might be. What I kept thinking about while we were watch, watching this, how many like Jewish words we just kind of use in English and don't yeah. think about like like hutzpah, you know? Mm-hmm. Like at one point in the movie I thought to myself, this woman has chutzpah,
2: right? And I was like, Oh hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, but, uh, Jews aren't allowed to convert except through our movies. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> hmm. So one thing, the thing that kind
1: of bothered me about it though is like Obviously it's called the golem and that's we know that that's going to happen in the movie but we don't see an appearance of the golem until 50% through the movie.
2: I agree. I found that to be majorly weak. It's like they we well, we can step through it but there there's this whole thing where she creates the golem, doesn't see the result of the ritual she does and then there's like 25 minutes of mystery of like what is that? Well, we know it's the golem. Yeah, Get, come on, like fucking speed it up. What are you
0: doing? Yeah, I I mean it's called the Gollum, right? Like it's called the Gollum. The poster shows like a fiery child. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. So
2: yeah, and and this the, isn't like a marketing thing, like um the the Irish movie. The what grab, if was being an alcoholic the same is good? Issue
1: with grabbers. Yeah. Right.
2: Right. That, where like that was the marketing team like tipped their hand over what the the thing was. This is called the fucking golem right. Bring me the golem Show me the golem <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so well, I mean, look, to be clearer, that little kid who is the golem, he's in a, like, I'd say a, a lot of the movie.
1: But he, he doesn't appear till fi- the fifty percent mark.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't and think that's is that? I don't it's think true, so. I, I f- looked. I feel...
1: paused because I wanted to bring it up. I, I'm positive. It was there was like it was like forty eight minutes in and like fifty two minutes left or something. Like it's literally the fifty percent mark. And, Until she like, Chris, does the
0: ritual, really?
2: No, she until does the ritual. Know, until and then, we know
1: if he's real or not. She does uh, the ritual, and there's just like whispers and like wind blowing, and she's yeah. like, What is that? What is that? It's like a half an hour of mystery after the ritual, knowing whether it worked or not. And like, n- we know it worked.
2: Yeah. So uh, let's let's go back. Let's let's rewind again. So, okay, <laughs> okay, so here's a, how sh-
0: here's how Rotten Tomatoes works, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that they're is- in a shtetl in Lithuania. Uh we are following I don't even remember the character's names. What is her name? Hannah? Hannah?
0: I'm in a look. Well, luck. that's the name of the actress. Well, Let's just call her Hannah. Or that's it's yeah. Hanny Furstenberg. But we can call her Hanny. Hanny. Oh, it is Hannah. Her character is named oh, yes. Hannah. Yes, yeah. I'm so good. So Hannah,
2: Hannah uh, ha- it had a son who died. She Joseph. is married to the rabbi's son, Ben. Uh, they have been trying for years to have another child. Uh, but it has not been fruitful so when we come into the story the rabbi is con- telling the, his son you should consider a divorce and try to find another woman who can you know be fruitful and multiply um so that's the setting for all this so the, the whole like creation of the golem is like a frankenstein story it's a it's a gingerbread man story it's a mother trying to make a, a replacement child right
1: yes Do you want- <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> I'm supposed to answer. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm like
2: confirming that we're all on the same page. Of what Do you this... want to start leaving like space for our listeners to answer? <laughs> well, no, this is an interactive podcast. <laughs> that is a great question. Thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Should we
0: keep talking about the golem or talk about a new topic? Okay, we'll keep talking about the golem.
1: Okay, cool. I'm glad we're all on board. <laughs> Thank you for
2: that. Uh, <laughs> So, but one of the things that we see is that Benjamin sneaks out the Kabbalah to Hannah, which is forbidden. You're not allowed, like women- Forbidden.
1: Forbidden. <laughs> and we see her hiding in the basement listening to their yes. prayers, which yeah. seemed like she wasn't supposed to be doing that.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so it seems like they're, they never say, I believe they're Orthodox. Um. Uh. So basically women are, you know, supposed to have, have kids, not do stuff, um, and she's not fulfilling her her duty.
1: Yeah, and the husband mentions that like, look, no matter how much you study, you're never going to understand why our son was taken away. So it seems like she's trying to like get clarity of like why this happened through studying. Right, but he,
0: but he's like, he's cool, like he's cool with her studying because like he's aware that she's like hiding under the floorboards in the the temple, right? Yeah is it a is it a temple? Is that the right term? Yeah.
1: I'm like, shying away it, from using any terms. Yeah, I'm trying not to be
0: <laughs> offensive through my ignorance. But the there is a a wooden structure where the rabbi and all the men gather to to pray and study the Torah. And under the floorboards, like in this, you know, like standing. It's not like she has to crawl. Uh, Hannah goes down there and she like she like listens and prays along and learns. And it's clear that one, she knows her shit. Like yeah. the the rabbi asks some question. That like some of the men can't think of, and she just can like rattle off, you know, the info. But I was thinking, like, why are you whispering it out loud? It's because I, the viewer, need to know you know that. But mm-hmm. in real life, you would just think it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's a minor thing. And then her husband looks down at her through the floorboard, so it's like he's clearly like, I'm, I'm cool with you. He
1: loves her. But yeah, I mean, he, oh, he loves absolutely her. does.
0: And I thought he was really good. I thought he was he. Uh, it was a very subtle performance that he turned in. Yes. Um, as the, as the loving father slash, or sorry, loving husband slash grieving father, the main woman, I thought she was pretty good. I, I
1: couldn't, I couldn't tell, because I mean, cause there was issues. Like when Chris said, like, you know, I w- wasn't really feeling for her, even though we know on paper, like, oh, she lost her son, this and this, I, I didn't feel like a lot of emotions towards her. And I don't know if that was her fault or the way it was shot.
2: I think it was partially the writing and the way that things pace out, which we can, Let's keep going and I'll park on a couple of things that I feel like are indicative of that.
0: One thing I want to, I want to talk about the very opening for a second, right? Yeah. Because when it opens, it opens with a little prologue where a narrator explains the golem, right? And they talk about the first time a golem was created. And it's like this, this old rabbi in like a temple and he does some magic and like a golem is created. And it kind of looks like you never see it except in like silhouette against like this window, but it kind of looks like the thing from Fantastic Four, like a big rock Mm. monster. That's like clearly like 1.5 times taller than the rabbi. It's big and hulking, right? Like it looks like it would fuck you up. (laughs) And then this little girl comes into the temple and like grabs a piece of glass, which like she's holding it so tightly that it's like cutting her hand. Which will be important later, and she's like, basically like, stop! It's an evil creation, and and I'm sort of like, how do you even know what it is? It's the first time anyone did it, right? But like, okay, I guess maybe it's just a thing people know about, right? And I I totally didn't really understand other than the golem like roars and then the rabbi's head explodes and blood goes all over the wall. <laughs> that
1: was cool. Yeah. And then it
0: and then I and then the girl like looks at it and then it like slams to the title and it says the golem. And I was like, okay, this is a strong way to start. Like you've shown me this Hulking Gollum, a rabbi's head has exploded. Right. <laughs> Even though like the gore itself, I want to talk about because yeah. there is a there is a good amount of gore in this movie, but I can't say it's done well. I agree. I th- I think it's very reliant on CG blood and effects. Yeah. And it shows. It really shows. Like Someone was like, yo, I know how to like do visual effects on my computer, so I'll just do it all. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I, 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 like, you can get away with blood splatters on the wall. It's just, it just didn't look real, you know? There, There are some parts where there are some like limbs laying around on the ground that are clearly like, you know, some Halloween effects that they got from like, you know, Universal Studios, right? Uh Um, And those look good. It's just, there's so many times when someone gets killed and there's like, a CG blood effect or yeah. a CG
2: a big gouts of blood. Yeah. yeah,
1: we never actually see any characters doing anything.
2: And I like... just don't understand because
0: fake blood has to be one of the cheapest props available to a movie crew,
2: right? Well, like, it's it's not. Yes, the blood itself is cheap, but it's about like actually doing it, making it look good. The cleanup, the ability to repeat shots—it actually ends up being more. I, I, yeah, you're not you're not wrong,
0: but that extra time is like what makes it look cool. Yeah, if you want to do a
1: horror movie, maybe like put in the money to that area. I
0: think that's the thing. It's like, if you are making a horror movie, Missy, you said it perfectly. Like the blood is important. The kills are important. And just saying, we'll have like, even though I'm the director and we're here making the movie, we'll have some other team put those parts in after we're done shooting. Seems like a really bad mistake. And I know it because- they say
2: a movie takes a lot of CG, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> that's true. <You're... laughs>
0: They've been saying it since 1919. <laughs> so anyway, you get that little prologue, and then, I mean, that's like that's like three minutes or less. And then, yeah,
2: you meet- And I, I honestly, I didn't, I liked the visuals of that. I really found the um, the voiceover to be very ham-fisted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Missy, in a previous episode, Missy learned what hamfisting yeah, is.
1: Yeah, it's still funny. <laughs> yeah, put your
2: kids away. It's time for hamfisting. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. I
0: felt like there was a a lot about the opening that I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, but that golem looks cool. And again, Guys, that, dude's, that dude's head exploded. That's a good song. You want to yeah. hear Missy. some
1: exciting news? Yeah. I rewound twice. I watched what? the beginning three times, so I saw it.
2: Ah, because the yeah. opening was five minutes, you had to watch it twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs>
2: so I I believe that that prologue is supposed to be the golem of Prague, which is like the first instantiation of a golem being created in in modernity, okay. quote unquote. And it was created in Prague to prevent uh, protect against a like a a purge of Jews that was happening.
1: Was this sure. the same um like chunk of time? Like how long prior was that?
2: Uh, golem of Prague was sometime in the sixteen hundreds. I don't know.
1: Cause the there's a woman, the healer in their village says that there there was a golem that protected her village when she was a child, but then it yeah. started, that's, you know, killing innocents too. Is that would that be the same one? That's the no same opening. woman. I know, would it be the same when she was a child, there she said there was a golem. I'm saying would that Oh, that's the same woman that you're talking yeah. about,
0: the kid? <laughs> oh <laughs> so, spoilers. I see. Yeah, I mean It's not a spoiler, but yeah. yeah. So the prologue is taking place approximately 50 to 60 years before the main meat of the movie. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, wow. All right. I mean, I see how that's an easy thing to miss, but (laughs) I just like that I said that's the same woman and you said, yeah, and then didn't understand what you said, (laughs) yeah, to, which I feel like explains a lot Mm -hmm. about how you get stuck in positions that you do. (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah so anyway main meet of the movie Hannah's like yo I I don't really know what she wants other than like sh- she wants to not be sad and she wants to like get over mourning her son but she doesn't really it seems, it seems like she doesn't want to get right. over it right
2: right yeah, she, but she so the, the Ben and Hannah are constantly trying to have another kid but she's using this like you know er- herbal contraceptive that she got from the local healer Right, but I didn't realize that. I thought like it's basically like the the local healer
0: is this older woman, who's like in her fifties or sixties, and she gives her this like little vial of liquid, and before Hannah has sex with her husband, she like secretly like puts it in her vagina, and I thought it was like a thing to help them I have did a kid. Too, yeah, at first. I think
2: you're supposed to think that because mm. uh, I thought that too, and then it's revealed later that it's contraceptive. But it's like, I, I, again, I feel like this is one of the ways that the movie's confusing. So you're like. As you said, Rodney, like, what does she want? Who is this character? Okay, she's upset that her son died and she's trying to have another kid and she's, like, reading from the Torah, which is not allowed. But what is she trying to do?
1: Seems like she just wants her old kid back and she's just, like, I mean, it's been seven years. It hasn't been, like, one or two. It's been seven years. I don't understand
0: what is her, call it, obsession with the Torah and its magic, right? Because... It just seems like sh- it's like she's just really into it, right? But I- it's not until later that she decides to create the golem, but it's not like she's sitting under the floorboards to learn how to make a golem for some reason, right? Like, if 20 minutes into the movie, you, you pause it and turn to someone next to you and said, what does this woman want? What's the answer? It's like...
1: She wants a baby, This is what you think, 20 minutes right. in.
0: I guess that's what you think, yeah. But since you find out that's not what she wants, what then? What does she actually want? That's
1: why it's confu- that's why it's confusing to have emotion about her,
0: right? Um, I also thought, in terms of her performance, I couldn't tell. Like, it seemed like she didn't have an accent. Like, it's it seemed like her husband has kind of like a like an Eastern European yeah. Jewish
2: accent. She and so, just wasn't gonna do it.
0: Like, she honestly sounds like her name's Kathy and she's from Chicago. Like, <laughs> so. I'm sure she's not. But, like, every time she talked, I just kept thinking, I don't feel like you really belong in this village, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm if you guys disagree, but the same thing for, it's like, clearly they shot this out in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know if they found some, like, a small village or they built that, but the village looks authentic, but, like, the people's clothing and hairstyle did not seem realistic to me. Like, it's good enough, it's passable, right? It didn't bother I, me. It didn't, it, it bothered me a little bit, that's what I'm saying but not enough to like be a like a big deal. It's just every time she talked, I was like, I don't believe you're in Lithuania, right? Yeah.
1: Her I think her look was good. Like she looked like she would could live in that time period, but I there was something about her voice. She seemed more acting than just real.
0: She didn't look dirty in the way that like other characters looked dirty. You know, like there's the like let's talk about the whatever, the 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 plague doctor guy, right? I guess plague doctor isn't the right term. You you find out early in that like there is this other group of Gentiles, which means non-Jewish people who are dealing with this black plague, and they're like burning all these bodies. And their leader is this like badass dude who wears like one of those plague masks that look like, you know, like what like a like a bird beak, beak. Like, a bird yeah. beak, right with with like big, creepy eyes. And he base his daughter gets sick, and he brings his daughter to the old healer woman in the Jewish town. Well, he said,
2: interrupts hannah's sister's wedding
0: oh i forgot about this yeah you're right
2: yeah. i actually liked this scene he comes in flanked by four dudes he's walking in a vanguard he has the big plague mask on he's carrying his his daughter and they're in the middle of going through a, a their wedding and he just comes up and the dudes like sweep all the food off the table and he lays his daughter down and and the rabbi comes up and he's like we don't have anything to do with this. We, we we can't hurt. We like don't hurt us. And he's like, ah, oh, why are you immune? And uh, the the rabbi, who's a time traveler from the future, is like, ah, we don't have it because we're we're secluded here. We don't interact with you people. Time I know traveler? how disease propagation works. Oh, I don't know. I don't. He's not. I don't get Chris's joke about time travel. <laughs> oh, oh I just I don't I don't buy that somebody in the 16th century or 17th century would be like, no, it's because of. Germs and we don't get them because we're isolated. I don't oh. know. Oh, oh. I, are, you, are you saying he was stupid? are You calling the rabbi stupid? No, I'm calling him very smart. A little too <laughs> smart for the time.
1: You don't think that they would realize that you it's transferred person to person? So if I you're far know. away, you wouldn't transfer. I, I don't guess. Know.
2: I mean, like in the time, whatever. I don't want to get into this. Well, I'll I just say. found it weird. <laughs> Fair. So the
0: the like well let's call him the the you want to call him the bad guy the asshole the plague doctor any of these terms let's call him the main bad guy. I think right? the
1: plague doc the plague.
0: But he, the only thing is he's not a doctor. I that's true. He's right. just a dude with a cool plague mask, you know. Um, but I believe whatever his name is, Ivan. Ivan, great. Let's use his real name, Ivan. So Ivan basically pulls out a gun and. Kills the groom,
2: right? It's the groom that he kills.
1: No, it's someone else.
2: Is, is it not the groom? It's, it's just not the someone groom. Else? No, it's, it's some other dude. Yeah. Okay. It's just because <laughs> I mean, the groom wants to get revenge later. And my first thought was like,
0: did did they have guns then? Like I was yeah, thinking too. Had, they had matchlocks for sure. It seems like
1: they shouldn't. Okay, no, they
2: had matchlocks. Okay. I will say it seems like their guns worked a
0: little too well. Like uh-huh.
1: yeah,
2: there's a headshot that happens later where I'm like, that's not what that would look like. It's like. It looks like he got shot by like a modern nine millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> also,
0: like he he's able to at one point, like he fires the gun and then cocks it and fires again. And like, well, there's two chambers on it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right. Like, I'm I gonna didn't like it.
1: I wanted them to just like shoot him with a bow and arrow or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. He's, is he Vlad? That That's- guy has such a big fucking face. The Plague Doctor guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, look, let's like we've been talking about this for non-stop forever, but like let's just fucking get to the Golem. Oh, it's, right?
1: it's Vladimir. It's Vladimir. Well,
0: there's name. still 38 minutes
2: of <laughs> movie before we get to the yeah, Gollum. For listeners,
0: we're trying to recreate for you the experience of watching it. Yeah. And and you're like, I thought this was called the golem. Why are we, we talking about it? We did too. The- <laughs> so the Plague Doctor is like, yo, you know, I killed I killed that guy. And I'll kill more of you if you don't heal my daughter. Yeah, and if so, any of you
2: try to escape, we uh, will kill you. Yeah,
1: right. no one can leave the village.
2: And so then the sister comes up and she's like, "You're ruining my wedding!" And they just haul off and hit her as hard as they can. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not nice.
0: I mean, they already murdered
2: someone. Like, I don't know. Well, but that's
0: important, is it? Why is it important? Because, because of she has her a belly. miscarriage.
1: Her belly had a baby oh. in it.
0: Oh. And it, yeah. They okay, hurt her belly. I think. Honestly, in that moment, I was still thinking about whether guns existed or not. (laughs) So (laughs) I kind of just, I kind of missed it. Like suddenly it just cut to her and she was like having a miscarriage. and I didn't, I just didn't connect it with her getting punched. All right. So this obviously has upset Hannah very greatly, right? So now like her sister has had a miscarriage, which I don't know if that has, I don't know if that's supposed to like, what, trigger her memory of her dead son. But either way, she basically says like, hey, she busts into the, the temple and she says to all the the rabbi and the and the scholars like we got to create a golem we got to do it right and like have it protect us and they're like bitch get out of here like we're not making a golem like they they it seems like they believe you can do it
1: yeah but they do but-,
0: but they're like that's a terrible idea and so hannah basically is like i'm gonna do it on my own then and she like steals a copy
2: of the torah and the goes home but well, she Kabbalah. takes the Torah. But isn't, I, the,
1: I thought it's the the other one that has the golem stuff.
2: Well, it is, it's a Torah that he says is a Kabbalah. I'm not really sure how the two interact. Chris,
0: why are you here if you can't explain <laughs> this? I'm
2: sorry, I'll leave.
0: But she uses basically red string cut at specific lengths to like measure between letters in the Torah. And like, basically it's like like Da Vinci code. She's like deciphering some kind of hidden meaning and she's able to find these 72 letters that make up the true name of God, right? That's
1: the hidden name of God, they say. And,
0: and so like she writes it on a scroll, she takes it out into the woods and she like sculpts a golem out of the earth and like puts this piece of scroll with the name of God into its mouth. And then she falls asleep and then wakes up in her bed, right? And this, my first thought was like, well, wouldn't you like wouldn't you have woken up and, and noticed that there's like a, a like this thing is missing? Like, you know, what I mean, like, how did you get from the woods to your bed?
1: Wait, did she wake up in the woods?
0: I thought she woke up in the
1: woods. Yeah, she She's woke like up in the woods. Super
2: pale and she wakes up because she no. like did this magic. No,
0: dude, because she she wakes up in her bed and then later goes back to the woods to find that the golem, you know, there's like a crater where it was. Created. you seem confident so, so i don't out. want
1: to argue but i did think it was in the West. because because i
0: had a whole thought about how did she wake up in her bed now given i i clearly was i missed the part where the the guy punched the lady so <laughs> so clearly i'm not but like how would i why would i've had a thought about this if it didn't happen I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna let this one slide yeah
0: i mean whatever it's such a minor <laughs> minor thing
1: no but that's but, annoying like well if that's, if that's true. I, I took what it saying.
0: to mean that like upon completing the spell, it caused her to like pass out. And then in the middle of the night, she like g- got up and then like dream or sleepwalked back to her house, right? And like, I'll just buy it. I just know that like, I, all I'm saying is if I were trying to create whatever, a, an evil monster that comes back to fight things, to fight my enemies, I'd probably just sit in the woods and wait for it, right? Like I wouldn't be like, well, I, I think I did a good job. I'll head home. I guess maybe there's like a missing scene where she thinks, I guess this didn't work. I'll go home. Only to realize later that it did work. Yeah. I don't know. It's such a not important thing. I'm just bringing it up. No, it's,
1: you know? it's annoying. No, I, I see what you're saying.
0: So when the golem finally shows up, which, like, like yeah, your guys are right. There's, like, little glimpses. Of, there's, like, like whispers in the wind and her, like, looking around and did
2: she I keep something? She keeps
1: hearing someone, like, running up and down in her attic. Or hearing someone. She keeps hearing, like, footsteps in the attic and she goes to check, like, three times and there's <laughs> no one sorry. there. I'm sorry.
2: No, dude. She wakes up in the forest and immediately sees that it's empty. <laughs> right, did, you, did you just go back and check
0: it? Yeah. I was hoping yeah. you
1: would do Chris, thank I you. I don't.
0: I don't think so.
2: I mean, yes, I'm looking at it. <laughs> I, I
1: I remember her waking up in the forest too. What and the then fuck? it comes to
2: her in a bathtub.
1: Yeah, she goes home and takes a bath.
2: Yeah. Okay, Do we watch then, different golems?
0: Maybe. It, I don't. I, I honestly like maybe I'm just living in a fucking dream, right? Like I don't know if any of this is real. Like how I don't understand how we can have separate memories of the same thing. But I mean, I'm going to check the memory.
2: I'm literally watching it and narrating it to you. <laughs>
0: You don't think I'm going to check it, too? But let's talk about something else in the meantime. <laughs>
2: uh, we did gloss over that the healer, the local healer, basically says, like, I will heal your plague daughter. Don't worry, I'll heal her. And well, so then she says,
0: I'm going to try my best. And she's like, I yeah, can't promise anything. And plague right. doctor
2: dude is like, like, I'm going to fucking kill
0: you if you don't do it.
2: Correct. Uh, yeah. And Hannah wants to make the golem. The rabbi and the spiritual leadership is like, no, we'll just pray oh, the Lithuanians away
1: so convinced that they can do magic the heathens
2: well because they think that they're immune
1: it's, it's and there's a so the whole thing of like
2: Jewish blood magic it's, it's a long standing thing like okay, they say like matzah was made with like Christian children's bones and shit it's uh the Jews are a very oppressed people because they're considered to have killed Jesus
1: oh okay okay mm. it, it just it was frustrating to watch why they're, like, so convinced they're evil. They're just being, like, really nice. <laughs> Everyone yeah, in the village. well, uh,
2: they, historically, yeah, that's, a whole, that's for our political podcast. I can go into <laughs> why this exists. <laughs> but basically, every culture, the bottom rung needs a scapegoat. Otherwise, they get upset and kill their masters. So for a long time in Christendom, in Europe, the Jews were that scapegoat.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Did you watch, Rodney? Did yeah, you
0: you're, totally, you're totally right. I don't... <laughs> Fine. You know what? I shouldn't be talking about fucking movies. I clearly can't pay attention to them. Like I, I barely watched it.
2: Yeah, Missy can't pay attention <laughs> to the first ten. You can't pay attention for apparently minute uh, thirty. That's why we're all here. I pay so attention to the
0: first ten minutes. Yeah, like I, with, I got that part down. With our
2: powers combined, we've each watched a movie.
0: Look, you know what? This movie, this movie is a little boring. And there were sequences where I was like, I want the golem. So I didn't give a fuck about like her where she woke up. I just. I clearly just stopped paying attention for, for a 10-second sequence where she wakes up in the woods and walks home.
2: Yeah. Gollum, 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 <laughs> I, I made, made it out made of clay. clay. <laughs> when it's dry and ready, your blood, it shall spray.
1: Oh, yeah. Good job.
2: <laughs> I, I was thinking,
0: one of because th- I kept thinking about how Missy last week was saying, I don't know if Rodney's going to like this one. And I was thinking, why is this different than something like Hagazusa or The Witch, right? And I think it comes down to, like, this is more like a normal movie. It and was, there's, like, yeah. There's a, there's a plot, and, like, each thing leads to the next thing. And like, there's, I, like,
1: a normal amount of dialogue. Like, they're talking yeah. more often, so you don't feel like you're just, like, watching someone in a painting.
0: Yeah. So, uh, despite its, like, um, historical setting, this this does feel much... It's a much easier watch, you know? Because I'm, like... Besides not knowing what, like, despite not knowing what she wants at the beginning, I get that she wants to protect the village and create a golem. And so she yeah. creates the golem. And can I, like, I just want to get to the, the the meat of it. And the meat of it is, I don't like the golem. I thought the golem looked stupid.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: I For mean, I thought, called, I thought the kid
0: did a pretty good job. Yeah. The kid. The so the so the golem that she creates is basically at first it's like a what like a, like, like a mud boy like a twelve year old boy maybe ten. Yeah. Uh, covered in mud. And I was like, okay, like, it's made of dirt and stuff. It makes sense that it would be made of mud. And they sometimes, like, his eyes change between, like, normal eyes and, like, those black, you know, all black demon eyes. Yeah. And, like, that's cool. But she very quickly, like gives it a bath and wipes away all the mud. And suddenly now it just looks like a little boy, you know? Mm -hmm.
2: And she like, which is, I found strange because when she basically, she discovers it because she keeps hearing stuff, hearing stuff. And then the horse runs out of the barn and she goes to get it. And then a bunch of Lithuanians find her and are like, ah, you left the village. We're going to kill you. And they string her up. And then there's a very weird scene where as she's being strangled, like there's just like all these blood splatters and Mm -hmm. shit as the golem tears them apart.
1: It looked like shit.
2: Yeah, that. yeah.
0: It like it. It's cool that like the golem kills like three or four grown men. Yeah, while she's hanging, but like it's shot from her perspective, and so like you kind of don't see anything getting. You don't see anyone getting killed. You see like a body like fly against a tree. You see some blood spatter, and it's
2: all got that like CG tinge to it that doesn't look.
1: And really her great. eyes are blurry, so we're seeing it blurry. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, and to be picky, whenever it cuts out to the wide shot of her hanging, you can see the vest that she's wearing. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well, you can't see it. See it. But her her blouse is extremely bulky. So wow.
0: Just, You're just nitpicking everything,
2: Chris. I mean, you know, that just... was my job for fucking five years. <laughs> so,
0: you know, like, I, I guess the thing is, like, because the movie starts with this giant hulking golem, Right. I kept waiting for that to be in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. but it I, is I just not. wanted
2: to hear his famous catchphrase: "It's clobbering time." <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> I mean,
1: that must have been part of her intention—is wanting to replace her son, and like, right. I, I'm, right. I'm sure something she did made it take that form because that was like the form she would love it in, and like that was a protection mechanism for the. Girl. That's fair,
0: and to be fair, she sculpted it like like that. So I, maybe it just comes down to how you make it, right? Yeah. Um. But like, I don't know. If you're trying to make a protector for the town, maybe you should sculpt it to be like 20 feet tall. You know, like I guess she didn't have a lot of time that night. Um, <laughs> but the 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 golem it's it's like look well, the she movie means is like
2: I thought the the thing in the what she sculpted was like a man sized thing. I don't know. There's no way she didn't to find sculpt out. like a little boy.
0: No, but she also didn't sculpt a. Because the camera pulls back and you see the outline and it looks like, call it a mid-sized man. It definitely- It's also it definitely, like
1: just in clay. Like it's, it can only be so well done.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. They don't explain what the rules of making a golem are, right? But th- there definitely is a line where the old healer woman says like, hey, I know you created a golem and you have to destroy it because that thing can evolve. Which right? that
2: scene was so fucking weird. Because she's literally giving it a bath, and she just turns around, and the healer lady goes, what is that boy? What? How does she know it's a golem? How does she know that it- what is happening? That's not how a human would say that.
0: Well, I mean, she's like, you didn't have a boy yesterday, and there was a boy in your tub. But the question, if you saw- if I had a kid with me, you wouldn't be like, what is that
2: child? (laughs) Yeah.
0: If I came into your house, and you had- And you were bathing a small boy. My first words would be, What is that boy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that might be actually. (laughs) You have
0: to get rid of it, Chris. (laughs) No,
2: I love it. It's the precious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think, I mean, look, they're going for the point that she's like the wise woman of the town and she realized, like, she knows it's a golem. Like, in fact, you got to remember earlier in the movie, Hannah went to the the elders and said, We need to make a golem, right? Yeah. And everyone said no. And then she clearly stole all the shit. From the temple, so I think this woman is smart enough to put two and two together, and she's like, "You went ahead and made a golem, and that's a golem."
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, but she just like appears in the bathroom too. It's like the blocking is strange. Oh,
0: I agree. I, I remember thinking, "Oh, she just like has welcomed herself into this house." Yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> I was just doing my nightly ambulations
0: through town. <laughs> so while we're following this, we're we're also following the husband, right?
2: Because like, yes, the husband. He discovered the contraceptive. Yes.
0: He finds it under like hidden under the table. Right. And he's like, what is this? And that's when you find out that like, yeah, for seven years, she's been doing this so that like she can't get pregnant. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I was on his side. I was was very upset.
2: I, I liked how that scene was constructed because it's like it's in the 45 minutes of them hearing stuff, but not seeing the golem yet. Uh, and he they hear stuff. He hears something in the the bedroom and he goes and checks underneath the bed and finds it. so I, I like that. I like that these two plot lines converged. I thought that was a good moment,
0: yeah. And again, he it's like the movie easily could be about the like oppressed woman whose Jewish husband is like like totally he's on the side of his father, the rabbi. and he's just like an oppressive asshole, right? But, like, you get that he really loves his wife,
2: mhm.
0: And and again, like, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine if you were trying to have a kid for seven years with your wife. That's a long time. And then you found out that she was lying to you for seven years. And they don't even live day- that long. What?
1: A, they don't even live that long as adults back then. So seven years, that's a long time.
0: They don't live to be seven?
1: They don't live that long. So I'm saying, like, <laughs> adults that back then didn't live to be that old. I, I see old. your point.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the there is this whole other storyline about how their neighbor, who's this other, she's a widowed woman. She clearly has, like, the hots for the husband. <laughs> and she, she, she keeps looking at him with, like, you can fuck me anytime eyes. Like, that's the best way to describe that. And at one point, she invites him over for a meal and, uh, Hannah sees through the window her husband enjoying a meal with her neighbor who's, cl- like, they clearly seem like they're on the verge of fucking, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, at least that's where she leaves it and she, she gets angry and then, like, storms away and then you cut back to the scene and you see that like the woman tries to kiss the husband and he basically says like i can't i love my wife right i am the best husband he says i am the best husband and then he leaves (laughs) um and i was like again i think that that was a really great scene because his wife has totally betrayed him and this this woman's like throwing herself at him and even like his father the rabbi has said like it's totally okay with god if you want to give up on your wife right and pick a new one because you know you need to have kids and the whole movie, he is 100% devoted to his wife.
1: I loved that. Yeah.
0: But what this causes is this causes the golem to, I guess, experience the anger of Hannah and it goes and kills the neighbor. Yep. Is that yep. Yeah, had, horrifically? Uh, one,
1: yeah. Yeah. Is it horrifically? It, well, it's- he,
2: she drops her heart. Yeah, well, I mean, what I mean we, to say, we is don't get to the, see
1: enough of it. Like, that's it, what I'm it, it was an opportunity to do some really, like, a really, really cool scene, and we oh, see yeah. like, the after effects of, like, you know, the arm torn off, and yeah, he t- he throws the heart down, but it was the opportunity to do something cool.
0: I think the movie is it's it's like it's just lacking in the in the the kills department. Like, there are a lot of kills. It's just every time they happen, they look just okay, or they don't show enough. Right. Right. Yeah. And like. I want to watch I want to watch the golem kid like rip her fucking jaw off. You know, like I want it to be gross and be go, oh, fuck, this golem is so evil. But it said like, like, yeah, it absolutely killed her and she didn't deserve it. Or maybe she did. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Did she did she do it? Did he do it with Vlad's knife, too? I don't recall. Clearly, I don't remember anything about the specifics. <laughs> well, whatever.
2: The, that then causes the the men of the town to be like, we need to get the Lithuanians. They did this. Right. And they, they form a little posse. The other thing you find out
0: is, is like um, Hannah is like sewing at one point and she like pricks her finger and the golem reacts as though his finger has been hurt. Right. And she pricks her other finger. And he again, looks at his finger like he's been hurt. And you realize that like they share some kind of, like, pain connection, you know? Which I thought was going to be setting up, you know, like, how they the defeat, solve. The yeah. solve,
2: exactly. No, the solve is she has to French kiss a little boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I think we should move into spoilers because we've been talking about it for yeah. a long time. And so, look, final verdicts for people who are thinking about watching this movie. From my perspective, I think this is a, an okay movie. I enjoyed it, but I'm not recommending it. That's where I come down.
1: I think this is a pretty good movie that it, it's the same like vibe as the folk horror, but it's a little more normal plot. And I, so I think more people would like it, but I think they didn't do a good enough job in the horror department.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think it's it gets points for uh, originality in terms of what it's about, but it gets major black marks for being like so almost like a cliche story. Like if I I told you, it's like, oh, it's about a little village where they summon a a golem to protect themselves from Lithuanian outsiders. Like, yeah, like this is the Hollywood version of that in terms of the plotting and what happens, you know, Mm -hmm. like it it feels very safe.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that. So are
2: you guys saying people should watch it?
1: I still recommend it. Like it's like you said, like, I mean, I guess on Rotten Tomatoes, it would be like a C or B minus, like a C plus B minus. Like, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. But it could have been. I enjoyed
2: better. it a lot more. I agree. I enjoyed it a lot more than some of the other folk horror stuff we watched. Yeah. Again, I. In, it's like I enjoyed it while I was
0: watching it. It kept me engaged. But I never said. I never felt myself saying, "I love this." And when it ended, it, I'm like, "Do I tell other people they should spend an evening watching this movie?" And it's I would a no. say,
2: you know what? I would say no. I would say no. Unless you want to see like one of two Jewish horror movies,
0: yeah, I love the premise. And if we're going with Rotten Tomatoes, you know, like it has an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is forty three percent. Yeah, and I think Chris said in a previous episode that like when when you see such a divide between critics and audience, it it usually means that like critics responded to the art the artsiness of the movie, but like the average person didn't really like it. You know, yeah. so I think people are rating this on the like, hey. It's it's about Jewish mysticism and it and it takes place in the past and like it's about a golem like that that's a cool fucking premise but at the end of the day the movie that you watch kind of just leaves you hanging right yeah and it and in in all the areas that you want it to deliver it doesn't really deliver it's not really scary the boy again he does a good job mainly because he has no lines at all yeah. he just has to look creepy oh
2: right? that is a power move you want to have a kid in your movie give them no lines
0: yeah, yeah. just be like. I would give you lines, little boy, but you're a golem and you can't speak. See, so just keep but, your mouth shut. All right. <laughs> but this movie's revolutionary road. Yeah. No, shut the fuck up, kid.
2: <laughs> Tom Hanks will be doing the talking.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, that's that's, per- that's the other one. Perdition yeah, road. road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. My bad. Yeah.
2: Came out around the same time. Both good movies. So, all right. I, I will say one I would would recommend this movie if it ended in a satisfying way. But let's go into spoilers and I will expound upon why.
0: Yes. Three, two, one, spoilers, you've been warned.
2: Okay. So the 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 let's let's back up to where the Jewish men are going to take on the Lithuanians. I don't understand the logic of this. There are six Lithuanian men that we've seen. Maybe that's for budget reasons. They know that there's more or whatever. But it's a village of like 30 people, maybe 40. You're telling me that they're like, oh, we're Jews. We can't take on five Lithuanian guys. Uh, oh, that'd be too much for us. So I don't really understand why it has to, the blood has to boil over into like this rage moment. So they basically a whole bunch of people die in this sequence. Like they, they fuck up. The Vlad the Impaler shoots uh, <laughs> the one of the guys, the guy who was gonna get married. That's like super pissed off because his wife had a miscarriage. Oh,
0: so that's when he gets killed.
2: Correct. Yeah, he gets shot. And then what? In again, this is like emblematic of a lot of the problems in the movie. The main character, the the husband, main character Ben, is like exchanging gunfire with Vlad and then one of the Lithuanians comes up to him and hits him with an axe in the back not in the way you would think he hits him with the back end of the axe so he could start choking him
1: yeah right right what what
2: <laughs> yeah it's an odd like, choice <laughs> the 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 finale
0: is basically like a, a nighttime raid on the town right and it's like the, the the Lithuanians oh this is the
2: brawl before yeah, that this is the oh you're brawl. right this is the brawl it's in a... the daylight
0: we haven't gone to the, the raid
2: yeah yeah, it's just a very strange part. So then it then this is how we get introduced to the Gollum because the Gollum comes up and head explodes this guy.
0: Oh, right. So you find out that the Gollum actually can just sort of like hold his hand out like like Dark Phoenix and yeah, make people's heads explode. Yeah, he doesn't have to touch explode. anyone
1: and he's doing it from a distance.
0: And yeah. and I instantly was like, I don't care for that. Like, I like the head exploding. The head exploding was probably the best part of the movie, especially because it was, the I think, the second head that exploded, if you count the prologue, right? But I just didn't understand like why Gollum's have the power to explode heads sometimes, but not other times? I mean, no? I think he does have right. the power all What's the time. What's supposed
2: to be like the power of God?
0: Sure. All right, the, fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it's the, you, you I guess if you're going to use the secret name of God to make the thing, it should have some powers other than just punching.
2: <laughs> so. And then in a very confusing sequence, it like charges in on Vlad. And he's just shooting him over and over, and you see the the golem kid flinch a little bit. He's like shooting see, the golem. Yeah, yeah, he's shooting he's shooting the golem, and you see that Hannah feels it like she twinges a little bit when he gets shot. Right, and, which is like echoing the part where she pricked her finger accidentally. Right, and so then Hannah decides that she's like, you know what, Vlad, you threatened to kill everyone, why don't you just leave with your daughter?
1: That was so fucking dumb. Well, the daughter runs out and is like, Papa. And like, she's like, just take your daughter and go, which was so fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, so basically he's like, well, I guess my daughter is better now. So sure, I'll get out of here. Even though I just shot that little boy like three times and he's okay, right? (laughs) Right. Um, I mean, I get where he's coming from. From his perspective, that little boy blew up one of his homies' heads, right? And then like got shot three times and is still walking. I also would leave, right? I'd be like, you're right, I'm out of here. He's
1: the only one left alive of the Lithuanians at this point.
0: There's also that. So at this point, the whole town realizes that, like, the little boy is a golem. Like, no one is thinking, like, hey, who's that little boy, right? But I don't really remember what happens after this. I know that, like, they try to, like, exercise the golem, but that doesn't well, happen.
2: what happens is Ben goes and has dinner with Hannah, and then, like, the golem gets jealous, so it stabs itself in the leg so that Hannah feels it. Right. Which I'm like, is getting stabbed in the leg more painful than getting a bullet? But okay, sure, because like she reacts violently to that, but him getting shot three times, she's like, "Ooh, that." She was kind of
1: prepared for that, and like in in a wartime state, whereas she was like, "I just think it's
2: weird that the movie it makes such
0: a point about how there's this like psychic pain connection, and that like the golem is bonded to her, but it doesn't really." I, I just kept thinking the movie was going to be about you know like this woman starting to realize her mistake and that she's losing control of the golem as it starts like killing all of her friends and family, and most likely right. her husband, right? And then having to make, like, the ultimate sacrifice of probably killing herself to kill the Golem, But, like, that's not what the movie, that's not where it goes, right? Yeah. Like, I, this whole, like, the psychic connection thing has no point whatsoever. Yes.
1: I mean, I think it's a, a point just that, like, I don't think he would ever hurt her. Like, he knows that, I think that if she died, he would die, so he would never hurt her. So it keeps her safe, and that, like, it's up to her to kill him when the time, like, I, do, I think she's the only one that's going to be able to kill him because yeah. of this.
2: Oh, there's also another weird part we didn't talk about. When she she attempts to drown the golem
1: Was earlier. she or was she just, oh, like, he, thinking yeah. about no, she,
0: it? She definitely, and she's, like, giving it a bath and she, like, pushes it out of the water and it's very chill about it. It's just, like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, but she also didn't feel that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. You're right. She doesn't experience that. Well, that's why I drowning. thought that
1: she wasn't really... Trying to drown. Yeah. Was well, confusing. she's like holding
0: it under. Yeah. But it's not like, it's. it feels more like she's like testing to see if she can right. drown it. Not like that right. she wants to.
2: Yeah. She's like, I want to make sure this child is drown proof. Oh, right. Because <laughs> oh. that's true.
0: You do find out through like a, like a, like a brief call it dream flashback that her, their son died by drowning in like the lake. So, I, that does make more sense that she would be like, just just making sure this one can't drown.
1: Yeah, yeah. before I get too attached.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh. <laughs> I think the other thing that we have not, like I've hinted at and that Missy missed is that the old woman <laughs> who's like the healer of the town, she talks about how when she was a girl, she like dealt with a golem. And then you see her hand and her hand has this big scar on it. And that's from when she was holding the piece of glass in the opening prologue, you know? So it implies that like this older healer woman will have some relevance to the plot but she doesn't really she just
2: also gets killed so while while ben and hannah are having makeup sex the healer sneaks in and she's gonna kill the the golem boy and he wrecks her shit (laughs) so and then i actually like the scene of ben is now sleeping with hannah again and there's blood dripping on the pillow because he killed her upstairs and her body's just bleeding
1: i mean i wish they showed us to him kill the golem killing her Oh, yeah.
2: she she was orgasming
0: hard. <laughs> the the right. It's inner it's intercut with Hannah having sex. No, like I mean the, that part was cool watching blood drip on a pillow. You know, like it's just I, I don't know. I'm with Missy. Like I wanted to see the fucking Gollum kill the old woman. Yeah, but but you don't. You just see that she has been killed and she's been like stuffed into this trunk up, up in the attic.
1: Yeah, like a lot of people die, but it doesn't feel like like a like a slasher at all. Or like and a I I just really.
0: I was just like I don't I don't understand like what's the point of this woman right like. Like other than delivering the message of like golems are bad, don't do that, Hannah. And then Hannah did it, right? Like she, like in in a more traditional movie, I would expect there to be the scene where she like goes to the old woman and she's like, I've made a mistake, right? Like how do you kill a golem? And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to tell you, there's only one way to kill a golem. You're going to need a piece of glass, right? <laughs> like because you don't see how the original golem killed, like got killed. I-, I don't know. I just couldn't understand what the opening prologue had to do with the main story. If you're going to tell me that the little girl is now the old woman.
2: Right. What it, it seems like from? it's the rabbi who made the golem because he got killed. The golem died, maybe. But again, there's no resolution to the like their feelings are they're, they're paired, you know, they're they're linked psychically. Right. And so
0: I, I don't know, like I, I kind of was just like, OK, now she's dead. And then yeah. Vlad, the plague doctor, impaler.
2: Right. He his daughter... As the rabbi gathers 10 men to do the pulsa de and like do this chanting ritual to summon the angels to kill the Golem. Right. Vlad Lee like his daughter died and he leads a raid against the town.
0: Right. She only she got better briefly and then got sick again and died. And so the the climax of the film is like at night, they're raiding the town while the rabbi and his his men are like all chanting in unison and basically doing, you, you you had a term for it, but like the equivalent of an exorcism, right?
2: Yeah, it's a pulse of Nora. It's a Kabbalistic ritual. How do you know that? It's uh, a really they cool word. It? Did they? Okay. Yeah, he said we're going to do a pulse of Nora. Oh,
0: okay. All right. It's a very well, cool word. Fine. <laughs> um, and so like as they're doing that, the golem is like, you can see like parts of sand and dirt like falling off of him. I
2: thought that was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, and then so. he and then because of like the violence outside, he just murders everybody and shoves the shofar into the rabbi's rib cage and his blood comes out and gouts.
0: Yeah, the okay. shofar is like a it's like a big horn, right? Yeah,
2: it's like a ram's horn. It's like a little musical instrument thing but like, that they use.
0: That's another part that did not look very good. Like he shows nope. it through him. Yeah. And like, yeah, like buckets of blood are like squirting out of this <laughs> horn. And it looks so cheap. You know, it I was did. just like, yep. I mean, not like. Not like fucking Sharknado cheap, but still like that's that blood is not really there. It
1: looked cheap. bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, the fucking Lithuanians start killing people. How does Vlad die? I don't even remember.
2: Uh, the doesn't the golem the golem kill
1: comes out and explodes him.
2: Yeah, and the golem just comes out and starts killing everybody. Yeah, Lithuanians, good guys, bad guys. the Jews, and the shtetl. Like, and then it's basically like the little girl. Who is she? The little girl from the prologue. The actress. Possible.
1: What? Why but would she this be is... the little
0: girl from the from the? What do you mean?
1: Just the, the same actress. He's not saying the same character, but this is the the widow's daughter. Yeah. Right. This little girl.
2: It's like Ben, Hannah, the little girl are the only survivors, and the golem. And Hannah goes up to the golem and takes the Shem, the the name of God that's written on the paper, out of the golem's mouth, and it dies, and the movie's over.
0: Yes. Right, by kissing it. She like yeah. leans in and she like She
2: leans in and kisses this 8-year-old boy. Is that
1: the only way? <laughs> That's the only way to get it?
2: <laughs> you can't use your fingers.
1: <laughs> and um
0: and like pulls out yeah like the this the slip of paper and that causes the Golem to like finally, you know, turn to dust. But but why do you bring up the little girl? Like yeah, there is a little girl. Well, I
2: I was just wondering if it's the oh. same actress. Uh cuz she looks very similar. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so this is a major problem with the movie. The movie's over now. The golem, she made a golem. Everyone died except for three characters. But I, the inside, the actual internal logic of this movie, what was the win? You know, usually in a horror movie, there's some sort of like price that you pay. People go too far and you, you do something that makes your, your fate inevitable, right? Yes. But what happened here? Because if, if Hannah and the golem didn't happen the the Vlad's daughter still would have died and he would have killed everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. So like yeah,
2: basically because she created the golem f- f- her
0: her husband and that little girl live. Grief. I guess. And and also the Lithu- all the Lithuanian people probably would have lived to die. Well. Right. Also but it's like, like the- I
1: think she came to peace with losing her son through this. Like she seemed to let go of her son as she was letting go of the golem. <laughs> all yes. it takes
2: to let go of grief is to have everyone you know die.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that, I mean, that's the answer. It's that she, yeah, like, she's finally able to let go of her her golem son and in turn let go of the memory of her actual dead son, you know? Right. And but it's not
2: satisfying.
0: No, no I didn't say it, definitely it was. No, I did not say it
1: was. It wasn't.
0: <laughs> right, because, again, you, you can make whatever movie you want, but, like, there's, like, we kind of just expect certain things, right? Like, no one really wants to watch the story of, like, a small-time crook who becomes a big-time drug dealer and just loves it and has a great life, right? Like, right. Like, those movies have to end with them getting arrested or, like, their life falling apart, right? Because it's, like, a morality tale. And in the same way that, like, the story of a woman who, like, uses magic that she shouldn't use to, like, summon a, a powerful murder creature, right? It feels like there should be some penalty placed upon her for that, right? Right. Or... She starts to realize the error of her ways, but it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like at the end, the golem has killed literally everyone, and she's like, "Well, I, it, I guess it's probably going to kill that little girl over there or my <laughs> husband. So now's the time to to, yeah. to
2: to do it, you know?" Yeah, I mean, I feel like the most pessimistic view of this is like, "Man, women sure shouldn't read the Torah, huh?" <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the real meaning
0: here. I don't know. It made me think of like. I don't, it made me think a lot of like Pumpkinhead, which I haven't seen in forever, so I can't really.
2: Yeah, I haven't either. You
0: know, but like you know, the the premise of Pumpkinhead is a guy his his son is accidentally killed by these like this group of you know drunk teens, and he goes to this witch and asks the witch to summon this demon to to get revenge, right? And it and she summons the Pumpkinhead and it starts killing people, starts killing the teens. And he starts to realize he's made a terrible mistake, right? And so it's it's the story of a person trying to like like I think this is the thing, right? Is the movie I think maybe we all wanted was a woman creates a golem and the golem starts like killing people and the 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 mom is like, oh fuck, how do I stop it, right? Right. And the second, even the last half hour would be her like trying to stop this thing and it turns on her and it's coming after her. Right. Right? And it becomes a, how do you kill this unkillable monster? But that's not what the movie is. Right. The, the movie is just like, she makes it, it kills some people, it, it defends the village as planned, and then she basically hits the off switch. Yeah, right? it's like she could right. stop it at right. any
1: time, and she doesn't.
0: Exactly. It, it's just missing that part where like, you know, with like 30 minutes left, she goes to the old woman and she's like, I've made a terrible mistake, how do you kill how do I undo it? And she's like, you don't undo it. It's a golem,
2: you know? Yeah. Right. And then she has to kill herself in order to stop it. Right. Something. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but then I like, because they explicitly said, oh, we wanted to make like a Jewish Frankenstein story. I'm now comparing your story to Frankenstein, which is like the, the question of man should not play God. Right. Yep. Or like the, in the book, it's like the hubris of, uh, of not taking uh, ownership of your creation and what that does, or like, can a, or, or in the movie, it's like, can something which is artificially created have a human, like human morality and a human existence and human worth? And none of that is explored. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. It's
0: very, it, it's like the movie is very surface level, you know, with, with the exception of like, you know, it obviously has a lot of Jewish religion stuff in it. it right. And that's cool. I agree. Like, At the end of the day, this movie in your mind is cooler than the movie you watch. And I think that's true of many movies, unfortunately, you know, like you can't compete with the 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 perfect version you had in your head. It's just I don't know. It just doesn't really deliver on 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 it. You
2: know, like, yeah, it's honestly it does like the type of people. It's very confounding to me that the type of people who would make Jerusalem a like uh, end of world found footage cheaply made uh, a demon movie would want to make like a folk horror movie. And it kind of shows like it's not smart enough to live up to its concept.
0: Yeah. I'm um, it's funny. I'm trying to find reviews, but there are no, there's only really no, there's not on Rotten Tomatoes. There's not even like quotes for it. Like there's no, like apparently people rated it, but there's no articles to quote. If that makes sense. <laughs> the Gollum got him. Oh, <laughs> shit. Don't. Oh man. This might be our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my head, my head. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point of Frankenstein, right, is that like the dude makes the monster and then he realizes what he's done and he spends half the the book tracking it down and trying to kill his own creation.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, it's a really it's a really cool premise. And that's how I think they're going to get people to watch it. But they just didn't pull it off.
2: Yeah. And it's just a, it's, it's set a setting because like in terms of being a period piece across the board for being an indie movie, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. No, I think they I mean, like the. I think it's shot very, it's very well. I'm not going to
0: say it's, like, gorgeous. At no point was I was like, oh, my God, this is such a well-shot movie. It wasn't
1: offensive at any time besides no. the special effects.
0: But, it, yeah, the, the, the special effects were offensive. But I thought it was a well-made movie, right? Like, I believed yeah. we were in a time It looks place. like a movie. It doesn't look like
2: a TV movie.
0: Right, yes. Yep. So, like, I, I still want to go watch Jerusalem, you know? But, uh, Which, I don't know. that
2: actually might be more fun because it probably knows more what it is, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine there is too much like
0: plot or theme in a movie about winged demons attacking Jerusalem, you know, <laughs> as people run around with shaky iPhones, you know? Uh, but, but I don't know, maybe there is for all I know. But I don't know, like again, I we we have watched many movies here where I have just like been, was gripping the couch waiting for it to end because I was hating it so much, right? Just like, oh my God, I hate this. And I wasn't experiencing that with this movie. I was like, hey, like what a... What a, it's a movie and I'm following it and I'm waiting for the kid. And every, every time I would start to get bored, the golem would kill someone. Right. (laughs) And I'd be like, Hey, that dude blew up. It didn't look good, but at least someone did blow up. Right. Yeah. Um, Oh, he, he murdered that woman. And and now there's, she's like chopped up in a trunk. That's cool. It doesn't look great, but Hey, can't wait. Can't wait for the golem to wreak havoc. And then when it starts wreaking havoc, you're like, yeah. And then the movie ends and you're like, okay, thank you. (laughs) I guess. I guess she and her husband just get to live happily ever after.
2: Right. And it's like, I don't know what the win is because it's it's like, I, I'm as I said, like, I'm trying to tease out what the other options were or like where she went wrong because she was like kind of right to do something. But like, it seemed like the shtetl was doomed no matter what. Right. I, what I don't get is like she makes
0: the golem. And why doesn't she just say like, hey, golem, I want you to go find the Lithuanians and kill them all. Right. <laughs> right like like in, like I said she she makes it specifically to protect the town but then she kind of just wants it to be her son and like she feeds it and bathes it and like has her husband play violin for it but like I'm like you can do all that but why don't you just That's, since it's wait, an wait, unkillable wait. monster right go get yeah. rid of the problem why not just be like march over to old doctor's house and kill Vlad the Impaler right
1: Yeah it kind why, of is she a also least...
0: says she also says to him play music for him he likes that How does she know that Yep you're totally right. I was like, what, at what point did we learn that it likes music?
1: It's only been there like two days, right? She's acting like they've been together like months alone and have this bond now. Yeah. That
2: would actually be more interesting if they, uh, it's it's like it's she made it to make it a protector, but then she doesn't want it to protect because she sees it as her child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think there is a different version where she starts becoming, call it more and more unhinged and believing it's really her son, you know? And like, you know, there, I don't feel like there's a scene in this movie where someone said, she at one point does say like, it's just a little boy, but I feel like someone's got to be like, that's a monster. And she's like, no, that's my son. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. I'm glad we watched it. It's been on my list. You Now you don't have to watch it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it, like, I, I don't hate it, but uh, talking about it with you guys, I feel like I'm liking it less in retrospect, but during it, like, I I mean, I enjoyed it.
0: There are just so many times when like, I encounter either online or in real life, someone who says, yo, I'm looking for a new horror movie. Like, what should I watch, right? And like, I have so many movies that I can recommend that you should watch, right? Like, you should watch Train to Busan and Terrified and fucking Satan Slaves and like, probably in Pedagore*. We'll talk about that next week, right? But like, I can't even, and if you said, Rodney, I want, I want like a mean movie. I want a mean movie where people are just sort of, tortured i'd be like you should watch pledge 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 will (laughs) pledge will give you that but i don't know who the golem is for right i don't know who if you said like i'm looking for something that's like historical i guess i would say are you okay with it being slow and boring because then you should watch the witch and hagazusa right Mm -hmm. but but who do you recommend the golem to it's just it's just like i'd tell you to watch midsummer right i guess that's not historical that's just it's present day but and so in that regard like it i can't say it's like like a really good movie. It just worked. It it worked, but it was boring. I don't know. I'm just saying things now. I'm saying the same thought over a hundred times. I know we are, yeah. Why don't we just wrap it up and thank everyone for listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No, seriously, thank you. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. There are so many... Other podcasts that might be better that you could be listening to, but you listen to us, and I, I appreciate that. I think we, I mean I don't know if Chris appreciates it, but I do. Yes, he does. Yeah, Chris. I do. Chris couldn't care less. <laughs> so we'll be back next week with Impedagore. Check out the trailer or watch the film, however you like to participate with us. And um, until then, stay safe and uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah!